Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the follower of Messiah Jesus to obey his command to watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee proclaiming to you like never before, now is the time to watch therefore and be ready. special event you don't want to miss, what do you do? Put it on your calendar. The Lord has done exactly that. He has his own calendar with special events, and his calendar is distinct from that of the world. These special events are called moadim, appointed times for the Lord to meet with his people, Israel, They're also called the Feasts of the Lord. And you find them laid out very specifically in the Torah and through the the Hebrew Scriptures. Yet also, what I'll be talking about today, two primary things. Bible prophecy fulfilled in the Moedim, in the Feasts of the Lord. Prophecies that have been fulfilled and those that are getting ready to be fulfilled. The signs are all around us. And the second thing. They teach us how to know and then walk with our great Messiah, Yeshua. The first one of these appointed times of the Lord begins in the spring. It's Pesach, Passover. The children of Israel were in bondage in Egypt. Pharaoh hardened his heart through nine ferocious plagues the Lord poured out through Moses who had said, let my people go. And the tenth and final plague certainly would cause Pharaoh to do so, as the wrath of God would fall on every family, man and beast, the firstborn would die, except for the house that had the blood of the lamb on the doorpost. The children of Israel were to take a lamb without blemish and for four days keep it and then kill it and put its blood on the doorpost of the house. And certainly... As death spread across Egypt, the house with the blood of the lamb was passed over. Some 12 to 1500 years later, a man that John the Baptist called the Lamb of God, Hine, say ha Elohim, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, comes down the Mount of Olives four days before Passover into Jerusalem. The religious leaders of his day ask him gotcha questions, but they can find no blemishes in the Lamb of God. And during the Passover season, while Passover lambs were being slaughtered in Jerusalem, the Lamb of God goes up on the cross to pay for our sins. He's buried on the third day, hallelujah, he rises from the grave. And if we will turn away from our sins and receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, Yeshua will forgive us. It is appointed for a man to die once and after this the judgment. But when that takes place 
in the life of a person who has the blood of the lamb on the doorpost of their heart, the wrath of God will pass over as they have gotten forgiveness from the Lord and they will live eternally with him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for the blood of the lamb. The day after the evening observance of Pesach begins the next feast, Chag Hamatzot, unleavened bread. In preparation for Passover, the children of Israel were commanded to get all of the food that contained leaven out of the house and to eat food without leaven for seven days. This reminded them with haste they had to flee from Egypt, not having time to let their bread rise. Yet also in the scriptures, we need to be reminded that oftentimes leaven is a picture of sin. And Messiah Yeshua, the Passover lamb, was our unleavened, our sinless sacrifice. Remember, the matzah has stripes and holes. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was laid upon him. And by his stripes, the Romans' cat of nine tails across his back, by his stripes, we are healed. The church in Corinth had a bad sin problem and much of the church today has a bad sin problem. And the Apostle Paul wrote to them, reminding them of their Passover lamb Savior and that we are to live unleavened lives, keeping the feasts in this way, living with sincerity and walking in truth, getting the leaven out of our lives walking with the Passover lamb, Messiah, Yeshua. Finally, the Jewish people come into the promised land. And on the third day after Pesach, Passover, they were to offer up a first fruits offering of the harvest that was coming in, acknowledging that the Lord who brought them out of bondage through the wilderness, into the promised land, and who has now begun to bring the harvest, as they offer up this first fruits offering, they're also acknowledging he will bring the rest of the harvest. Remember, this is the third day from Passover. In the new covenant, we find this, that on the third day after the crucifixion, just like he said, Messiah Jesus rises from the grave. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, in verse 20, it says, But now Christ is risen from the dead and has become what? The firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. Messiah Jesus is the firstfruits. And that he has risen from the grave in a glorified body, the first man ever to have done so, he proclaims the rest of the harvest will come. The rest of the harvest will come, which leads us to the next feast of the Lord. The previous feast of the Lord that we saw was Lashit Katsir, 
also called Yom Bikarim, Day of First Fruits. And this next feast is also called Yom Bikarim. It's also known as the Second First Fruits because the wheat harvest is coming up and they're going to also make a sacrifice offering of the first fruits of the wheat harvest. More popularly known as Pentecost. In Hebrew, Shavuot. It means weeks. And the Jewish people were to count seven weeks from first fruits. The first first fruits. And on the 50th day, they would celebrate Shavuot, Pentecost. Now, tradition says that this took place at Mount Sinai in the wilderness. And there was thunder and lightning and all kinds of of, um, miraculous signs and wonders taking place, right? So fast forward to Acts chapter 1. When the resurrected Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus our Lord, tells his disciples, you will, see, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. And so in Acts chapter 2, Jewish people and non-Jews who are proselytes to Judaism come from all over the world to Jerusalem coming from places where they speak many different languages. And the disciples of Messiah Yeshua are waiting prayerfully in in one accord, in, in agreement in this resurrected Savior, waiting for him to send this power. And a sound of a mighty rushing wind comes. Signs and wonders begin to break loose. And the Jewish people, and those from the nations who have come from all over the world, hear the gospel, the the great and mighty works of the Lord proclaimed to them in their own language. Tragically, at Mount Sinai, during this season there, there was also an incident with a golden calf where Jewish people were worshiping this false way like they had in Egypt. And the wrath of the Lord, the judgment of the Lord fell and 3,000 perished at that time. In Acts chapter 2, 3,000 are added to the body of Messiah. They come to faith in Messiah Jesus. And we find in the Gospel of John chapter 1 that through Moses comes the law. But grace and truth comes from our Savior, Messiah Jesus. Pentecost, Shavuot, is also known as a kind of firstfruits. Look at James chapter 1. Speaking of our Abba Father, of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of firstfruits of his creatures. The firstfruits where Messiah Jesus rose from the grave brings forth a harvest that has been going on for 2,000 years. And you are part of that harvest if you believe in Messiah Jesus, you are a kind of first fruits, a witness to the world of the harvest of the forgiveness found in Messiah Jesus. 
a witness that still the harvest continues and that the kingdom of God is coming. We are a kind of first fruits, a powerful witness of the living Savior, Messiah Jesus. I'm so thankful to be here in this generation as Bible prophecy is fulfilling so fast. And we're here with this watch therefore and be ready message. Proclaiming to the world, come to Messiah Jesus and be saved. Believer in Messiah Jesus, be ready for the any time coming of our Savior in the clouds. Now our ministry, Watch Therefore, has many facets. We're doing exciting things in preparation for the return of our Savior in the clouds. Our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by John McTernan and myself, is getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, and so much more here in the promised land Israel. We also have our work in the nations. Paul said in Romans 1.16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Messiah, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, to the Jew first and then to the nations. We have our to the nations ministry poured out for the nations. We just put a water well in a refugee camp ministering to over 500 children in Uganda. We go to them. We show them the Jesus movie. We minister to them. We, we do all kinds of things. And also we go to churches. They're preaching the gospel. Jesus Christ. Oh, it's an exciting time. And we encourage you to sign up for our monthly newsletter so you can keep up with what we're doing here at Watch Therefore Ministries. Now, before I talk about the financial responsibilities we have to keep this ministry on the air, I want to first say this. If you haven't received Jesus as your Savior and Lord, please do not give any money to this ministry. However, for those who understand the principles of sowing and reaping, we encourage you to partner with us and let's lay up our treasures in heaven with the Watch Therefore message and our ministry here in Israel and then to the nations. So sign up for our monthly newsletter with the information there on your screen. And for those who haven't yet received Jesus as Lord, we pray that you do so today by the end of this program. Now for anyone who gives a donation, a financial gift that is tax deductible, by the way, to this ministry, we want to give a gift back to you. My book, America's Ark, The Only Safe Place for Americans Today. I'll be teaching on this book on the program very soon. It's so important, not just for Americans, for everyone in the world. No, the signs that money, gold, gun, a place in the hills, is, it's going to run out on us, folks. It's not going to be a way forward for us. But there is a way the Lord has made for us that you'll find out in my book, America's Ark, The Only Safe Place for Americans. Americans today. So for anyone who gives a gift to our ministry, watch therefore for our airtime, which is very expensive, to our ministry blessing Israeli believers, or our work in the nations poured out for the nations. Of any amount, we don't want anyone not to receive this book because of money. A gift of any amount will send this book to you. Now I do want to say this to those who are watching. Maybe the Lord's blessed you financially. And where someone else is in a season where they don't have much to give, they're going to get a book. Maybe you can help make up the difference 
uh, as you hear from the Lord and sow into this ministry. God bless you. And what we're going to do now is get back to the program, get back to the teaching and watch therefore. May the rest of this program bless you and help keep you as we watch therefore and get ready for the coming of our great Messiah, Yeshua. Together, we've seen the first four Moedim appointed times between Elohim and his people Israel. And of course, these first four have already been fulfilled in Messiah Jesus. So certainly, the final ones that I'm going to discuss with you will be as well, sooner than later, according to the signs of the times. We've also seen the relevance of these feasts with regard to Bible prophecy fulfillment and teaching us how to know and walk with our Savior, Messiah Jesus. The next one on the Lord's calendar is so exciting for all who believe in Messiah Jesus. Yom Terah, the day of blowing shofarot, the shofar. Now, traditionally, this holiday has become Rosh Hashanah to the Jewish people, which means the head of the year. But biblically, the head of the year is Pesach, Passover. And biblically, this feast is Yom Teruah, the day of blowing trumpets. And how is it fulfilled? How will Messiah Jesus fulfill this very special event on his calendar? Well, this feast gives us a reason to have a program watch, therefore. Because the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 4, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and the trumpet, the shofar of God. The dead in Messiah will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up with them together in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we always be with the Lord. Our Messiah Jesus said, watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour of the day the Son of Man is coming. Every day we're to be watching and ready for the coming of our Savior in the clouds. Yom Truah. Now, the final verse there in 1 Thessalonians 4 that I quoted a moment ago says this, therefore comfort one another with these words. As the world's going crazy, Soon and very soon, we're going to see the king. The next big event on the calendar of the Lord in the fall feasts is Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. The children of Israel were to do many ceremonies, one in particular, the center of this day, is when the high priest would go into the tabernacle, then the temple, with specific animal's blood to cleanse the tabernacle and temple, and then go into the holy of holies, the holy place, to obtain annual temporary atonement for the children of Israel. And of course, the final sacrifice for our sins is the Lamb of God, Messiah Jesus. And the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal 
redemption. Messiah Jesus is the final atonement. But much of Israel rejected the Lord. And this is God's plan that the gospel would go to the nations of the world. Then he would gather the Jewish people back to the land of Israel, mostly unbelieving. Hello, where am I standing today? In the land of Israel, after it being out of existence for so many years, almost 2,000 years. And now, almost all of Israel, unbelieving in Messiah Jesus, waiting for the Day of Atonement. When Messiah Jesus returns to the land of Israel and Zechariah 12, 10 is fulfilled, they will look upon him whom they have pierced and they will lament and mourn for him as one mourns for his only son. They'll believe in Messiah Jesus and final atonement will come to the land and the people of Israel. Oh, hallelujah. As sure as I'm standing here and as sure as you're watching this today, These fall feasts are upon us. Messiah Jesus is going to catch us up in the clouds in the rapture. And the day of atonement is going to come to the land of Israel. Watch therefore, be ready. The final event on the Lord's calendar, this great feast called Sukkot or booths or tabernacles. Oh, it's so special. The children of Israel, again, had many responsibilities and ceremonies to go through on Sukkot, tabernacles. Yet, the central part is that they were commanded to build booths, temporary dwellings. And the way they were told to construct them was such that they could see the stars through the top of them. It would be a a thatched roof is how we would call it today uh, in English with very specific kinds of leafy branches. Why? Because what the children of Israel were commanded to do in the land, they're already in the promised land, is to remember how the Lord brought them from Egypt through the wilderness in temporary dwellings that he tabernacled amongst them, that he was with them in the wilderness. And he kept them through that very difficult time to bring them in to the promised land. And the prophetic fulfillment is, is so dimensional in a, in a couple ways that I'll mention today. One is, Messiah Jesus came and tabernacled amongst them. In John chapter 1, it says this, He dwelt among us, and and they saw His glory as one begotten of the Father. And so He temporarily dwelled with them, dwelt with them, and then went to the cross, paid for our sins, rose again, and went to be with our Father in heaven. Yet he is Emmanuel, God with us today in this wilderness. For all who receive Yeshua as Adonai, as Lord, he baptizes and fills us continually with the Holy Spirit. And so he tabernacles not only with us, 
it's not only that he'll never leave us or forsake us, but that he is in us. There's a oneness that we have in Messiah Jesus with the Father, with the Holy Spirit, and with other believers in Messiah, Messiah Jesus. What am I saying? I'm saying tabernacles is such that as we go through this wilderness, listen, is there anybody out there watching who doesn't have problems? Is there anybody out there watching who wouldn't say there's times when this world is a wilderness, yet he tabernacles with us in these temporary dwellings, bringing us through this wilderness, taking us into the promised land, the kingdom of the living God. Can someone say hallelujah? I can. Hallelujah. And so when he returns and fulfills the day of atonement, he will have already fulfilled the rapture and that we will be with him going through the judgment seat of Messiah, uh, being given crowns and reward, that are rewards for our life of service in this wilderness. We will return with him and he will tabernacle with us and we will be with him forever and ever in the kingdom of the living God. Yes, absolutely. His kingdom will last forever and ever. He will tabernacle with us. Our Father in heaven, Messiah Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, the king will be sitting on his throne. And annually in the thousand-year reign of Messiah, we will be celebrating the Feast of Tabernacles. It even speaks of this when the king is sitting on his throne in Zechariah chapter 14. Is there anyone watching today? And you would say, I believe these things, but I haven't yet applied the blood of the Lamb to the doorpost of my heart. I'm not living an unleavened life. I'm not living as a first fruits person, a kind of first fruits who is living after the pattern of the first fruits Savior who rose from the grave. And, and, and I'm not ready for the rapture and, and, and I need this atonement and I want to be with him in the kingdom of God. I don't want to go to hell. Pray with me. Pray with me now. Oh, Jesus, Lord, I believe you died on the cross for my sins and you were buried and on the third day rose again and I've sinned against you. But I know, Father in heaven, you don't want me to go to hell. That's why you sent Jesus to save me. Oh, Jesus, save me. Forgive me. Help me today and give me a new life that honors God. Amen. If you turn away from your sins, begin to do that now and begin to follow Messiah Jesus. His forgiveness is yours. This new life in Messiah Jesus is yours. We're about out of time in this program today, but we're about out of time in this generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming any moment. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveschwartz 62 at yahoo.com. That's D-O-V-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z-6-2 at yahoo.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. Feel free to also find us there at watchtherefore.tv 
Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch therefore and be ready.